The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. We are bringing you fantasy news today. We got the Thursday crew here. Well, we'll minus a couple people, but you already know Bogart, Scott Free's in the building, repping the GMM network. Yeah, and I got the meatball with me. (laughs) There we go, star of the show. All right. So we got, I mean, we got so many different random things um, to talk about. And really, it's all practice news. I mean, there's nothing. uh, Yesterday was a lot of shockers. Today is all just uh, practice news getting us uh, over to Friday. Uh, How about some things, uh, just in case you didn't catch it yesterday, A.J. Green is on COVID reserve. That was one of the things that was like right at the end of the show yesterday. And um, also some yesterday news, Justin Herbert uh, was limited because of a right-hand injury. It's all the West Coast peeps. Uh, Sometimes we don't hear about them on the show so we'll start it off with that but let's get into your favorite player obj and you guys know i'm joking about that because he hates obj (laughs) as a player anyways because he's questionable in life yeah Uh, got excused again his second day at practice and um so a few teams have been sniffing around obj according to some sources and uh, but according to obj he is waiting willing to return to the facility rejoin the team and everything he's just waiting for the call I think he's these are this is just his PR telling them the right thing to say because he don't want to be with that team. <laughs> he has a problem in life, right? And then as well as a problem with Baker and all this. And he obviously complains to his pops because you know what I mean? Like, you know, and and, and to be someone like OBJ, I don't, you know, who who does um I assume have mental health issues, it's probably a lot to deal with. And, you know what I mean? Being like a, you know, a, a quote unquote superstar, a polarizing player, but only made the playoffs one time. You know what I mean? And and uh, and then after the play, when they lost that game to Green Bay, he was like banging his head on a concrete wall. Like this guy is that uh, he got issues, man. And um, I think 
him saying that he wants to come back and he's ready to play and this, that, and the third, that's just so other teams can be like, he's a team player. You know what I mean? Because and, and he's lucky Jarvis Landry, his best friend in the world, is on that team. Because if not, I bet you everybody's talking hella shit. You know what I mean? Probably be wilding out a lot more. Yeah, that's – well, I mean – yeah, knowing that he's uh, a really good friend. I mean, yeah, best friend, pretty much. It's going to be hard to talk shit behind someone's back if uh, yeah. you know that. Uh, he yeah. walks in the room. Hey, what y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Start talking baseball because of squares coming around. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I guess um, yesterday, another L.A. thing, uh, Stafford and Woods, they missed practice, back and foot injuries. Wednesday practice though, so we'll, we'll hopefully we get some news um, about this by the end of the show. We got some Panthers news though. We got some Panthers news. So Matt Rule he says we're not sure what the status is of Darnold right now. He was limited in practice. It's Thursday though. I mean, I feel like if they don't know if he's going to clear protocol by Friday, probably look like he's not going to play. Well, this usually he could still play. Uh, it's usually the Saturday when. Saturday is the last day to get cleared by the league, uh, by the league uh, neurologist. But the fact that he has yep. by the team neurologist and not getting in a limited, that's what's worrisome. And I mean, I, I still don't think against the Patriots who are very well coached for the most part. I, I still don't think the PJ Walker experience experiment is going to be a successful one. You know what I mean? And, and I think, I think it'll be just as bad as Darnold starting against the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, you're hoping that he just uh, that he really just starts running with the ball and you know keeps a high floor because of running. But I don't even know if that's going to be his game. But yeah, either way, it's not going to be a not going to be a good game. Uh, we shall see. And yeah, Saturday really is the last chance for them to get him off that um, the concussion protocol. And Prince Jay said, "I got some lineup questions. You think he'll answer them?" So yeah, we're taking lineup questions more towards the end of the show. We're talking about all the news first, and then. Um, We'll be doing that towards the end. If you got any questions you want answered right now, just leave it in as a super chat. We'll get to you guys right now. All right. And then, uh, oh, we don't get to use this drop too much, so let's get it in. Terrace Marshall. Finally off the injury report, out of concussion protocol. So let's see if he mixes in anywhere there this week. And then Christian McCaffrey practicing. Wow. He's practicing. That's All we know as of now is he's out there practicing. I still don't think he plays yet. I mean, they haven't even removed him, right, from the IR? Right, he's still on IR. He's designated, like, they, they're saying that he should come off of IR this week, but they haven't made it official yet. So how about this? Um, Sam Darnold might not play, because if the team neurologist took that long to clear Terrence Marshall, you know what I mean? Cause that was like three weeks ago, bro. <laughs> you know I, I mean, he did get smacked though. Like yeah. he got smacked into three weeks later, pretty much. Yeah, that is true. But um, I mean, it's better, you know, it, it's better to have these guys waiting an extra week than coming back and um, getting hurt and ruining the brain for the rest of their life. So at least they're doing that. At least they're making things a little bit safer. Hopefully if that is uh, even possible. Some mm-hmm. cowboy news. Some cowboy news. We got a grip of uh, of cowboy news. Okay, um, we'll start off with some good news from Dak. So he full participant in practice, or at least uh, he was expected to be. Said he had two good days of practice, 
and uh, pretty much on, on the path to playing as of right now from what everything seems as far as his practice goes so far. I like it. C.D. Lamb, you know, he, he popped up on the injury report middle of the week, ankle, uh, sprained his ankle in practice. Yep. He's out there limited, so that's a good sign. Um, Same thing with Amari Cooper, limited, um, saying that his hamstring's getting better every single week. He tweaked it uh, this past week in that big performance. That's a hamstring he's been nursing since before the season started. So, you know, that's just one of those things. Like, always remember them hamstring injuries. They don't just – they're nothing to play with. It's, we're eight weeks into the season, and he, he suffered another setback. Yep. So, I mean, at least he's out there a little bit. And, yeah. and let's see. What else we got? Blake Jarwin missed practice for the Cowboys, um, saying it's uh, looking unlikely that he's even going to play. Uh, and then how about Michael Gallup getting back to practice finally? And um, – so they gave some clarification on last week because he did come back to practice last week. They said they wanted to see him get through a full week and then reevaluate him before they decide if he's ready to go or not. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited when he's on the field. Cause like, that's a guy that's uh he's, he, I love contract year guys. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, so I'm excited to see him get back on the field. He gets like super less, co- like the lesser quality coverage, just just for the the likes of the other receivers on the field with him. Oh yeah, definitely. So if he's available in your league, go pick him up. Uh, might be more of a stash, but uh, sounds like he's getting close to playing. So whether it's this week or next week, either way, you want guys like that who are tied to a good offense. And all it's going to do is uh, free up CD and Amari from some extra double teams as ben well. Jefferson or Michael Gallup. Because of what I've seen, I'm going Van Jefferson as of right now. But, shit, my answer could change really quickly after the the first Gallup game that we see, especially since it's going to be Dak who's throwing him the ball. I mean, Van Jefferson, Here's I, the reason I'm asking is because I was just looking at Van Jefferson before, uh, before I went running errands earlier. 14% of the target market share on the second – the second most passing team. It's pretty, that's, that's very like, you know, useful. You know what I mean? All you want is volume. And yeah, just like you said right there, 14% of the second highest passing team. Like that, that's some money you want to get attached to right there. Yeah. All right. Let's see who else we got here. Okay. So the bears. All right. David Montgomery going to return from IR and is it supposed to practice uh, today? This was a few hours ago, so I didn't uh, see that he did not practice. So I'm assuming he did practice. And Nagy already came out and said, Monty, primary guy, Herbert will still get some opportunities though. So it's not going to be 100% to zero. Might be an 80-20 split, 70-30. What do you think? uh, How's this going to play out? My bad. I kind of zoned out because I was thinking of all the Monty I have and all. And now I was like, damn, I'm going to have to drop someone to pull him out of IR and hello leagues. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've got, I've got quite fond of my waiver wire pickups. You know what I mean? But uh, what do I think is, um, I mean, it's against the Steelers. It's a Monday night. It's something that's going to be tough to wait on. Right. And uh, I mean, today is their Wednesday. Yep. Monday night game. So you know, we should know. I mean, if he's getting into full practice on a Saturday, more than likely he's in. You know what I mean? I mean, it's been a long time. Five weeks. Yep. He has to be full on Friday. It That's the only be. way that I will say. Saturday. David Montgomery. That's Saturday. why. I, sorry. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. 
He's got to be a full go on Saturday, or I'm going to tell everybody to sit him because it's a 50-50 shot at that point. It's the Steelers. And I know the Steelers had a little hiccups against, you know, some of these teams like the Seahawks. They had a driver. They ran it 80 yards down on them. You know what I mean? But that was was it for the whole game. You know what I mean? So there has been some little hiccups, but it's a good run defense. Definitely. And then, uh, oh, and uh, I guess I should have mentioned this part first. I guess we'll we'll see how this changes the narrative this week. But Matt Nagy, he is back in person after yep. being gone and only there during uh, for Zoom meetings and you know just uh, digital kind of um, just you know digital conversations and stuff. So I'm curious to see. I know they're playing the Steelers, but I'm curious to see if they go back to looking booty with Nagy back or if they. Uh, if they just leave Nagy out of the play calling and, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, you know, Nagy, that's another one of those guys. He walks into the room. Hey, what y'all laughing about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone just gets quiet. You know what I mean? Everyone starts talking about baseball. Right? Because this dude, <laughs> that guy's a clown. You know what I mean? I mean, Smokey, Smokey had the uh, – he was a spitting image of him for Halloween with the clown mask. <laughs> you know, it's just – and you know what, Nagy, if I'm Nagy, I bet you. Well, first of all, I don't want to be Nagy, but you know, I bet you Nagy's like, he's like, they can't win without me. What, you know did, what I mean? did you see the tweet? Clock management was the reason why I saw it. He uh, he retweeted it, and uh, and then I saw it. But the tweet was like, I have no idea why the team did so much better this past week than in weeks before. Wow. <laughs> I don't think he realizes he's the coach. He probably thought it was a bye week. <laughs> Uh, it was my bye week. That guy's an idiot. Yeah, D- yeah, just every uh, every ounce of that word too. And uh, last piece on the Bears is no change to Khalil Mack status as of right now. And we know that their defense needs someone like him. So we'll uh, we'll be checking back tomorrow to see if he gets into limited practice or not. But not sounded good for him as of right now. And I just got another little piece of news right now. So CD Lamb. Um, he did not practice. Okay, so today, but limited. Okay, damn, that sucks. Yeah, did not. Pre- so we're getting the official practice reports coming out now, not just yeah. the beat reporters. It is Thursday, so there's there's still some hope. Oh yeah, if he gets in the limited practice tomorrow, I mean that's really all you need from a wide receiver, you know, of his caliber. And then uh, Dak, yeah, officially upgraded, full participant uh, today, and it's the first time in three weeks that he's been a full participant in practice. He's doing the Shakira hips thing again. <laughs> yep. Yep. Another piece of news that just came in like a few minutes ago, Taysom Hill full go at practice. Uh, pretty much the first time he's been a full go since he got smacked um, a couple weeks ago. Like same thing with him. He's been on this for like three weeks. It seems like. Yeah. I mean, you know, the case, he had a severe case of the dizzies. Yep. Yep. So Taysom Hill, more than likely going to be the guy. I mean, if you if you really need him, pick up Simeon just in case if you got an extra spot. Because we we really we have no idea, but it's looking like he's trending in the right direction. Shout out to everyone leaving comments. Um, don't worry, I'm going to be getting to everyone's uh, comments real soon here. And let's see what else we got here. So real quick, anyone who's dependent on Jalen Rager. Uh, finally got back to practice after missing uh, yesterday's practice. Kyler Murray 
not practicing second straight day. DeAndre Hopkins not practicing either. This is more of a Friday story um, because guys like this can miss practice and they could show up, be full on Friday and be good to go. So we won't even spend time on that. How about for the Packers? Good, at least the only piece of good news that we're getting out of the Packers so far is that Devontae Adams is back. Uh, He has not cleared the protocol yet 100%, so I'm not sure exactly what he needs to do, but we should find out today or tomorrow if he's 100% good to go. I don't don't know if if it's the 10 days yet, but they said I read he was back in the facility, whatever that means, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So uh, that that's all that they confirmed is that he's back. It was last Monday that he went on it. So I'm assuming today, I'm assuming we're at the 10th day, like right now. So what yeah. up, Joseph? It's going down, bro. Triple X Lex in the building. What up, Antonio? There you go. Hit that like so Hustler can hit the pipe. Let's get it. All right. Let's see. Okay. For the Bills. Got some issues for the Bills right now. Uh, Cole Beasley. Didn't practice, second straight day. Uh, Dawson Knox didn't practice, so I know we were hoping that we were getting him back this week. Not sure. Tomorrow's practice is going to be super important. Emmanuel Sanders did not practice, but they said his is just a rest day, so good to go there. But Jordan Poyer added to the injury report today. First day that he's on it, didn't practice. It might have been something that he did in practice yesterday. Uh, We hate when we see guys come up on the injury report on Thursday. I like it. Dan Arnold time. <laughs> I mean, I, I love Dan Arnold. I mean, whether Jordan Poyer's there or not, I think Dan Arnold's still gonna be getting his. Yeah, he, he's just he's just gonna get he's he's I think he's if I remember correctly, it was like 21% of target market share. That's like an Andy Reid level target market share for tight ends. You know what I mean? I love that. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh well, since we're talking about the the Jags game, let's talk about James Robinson. He did not practice again. He's someone who could get in um, a limited practice on Friday and still play, but they already talked about not rushing him back. So if you got James Robinson, you better go get Carlos Hyde. You better go get some other option just in case. Do it right now because if you wait until the news is official that he's not playing, someone else might beat you to the jump. So make sure you go get on that right now. I got a few James Robinsons, and I'm about to throw in Derek fucking Gore. Yeah, We're it, is ugly. it is ugly right now. It is definitely hard out here for a pimp. You already know. Hell yeah. How about some uh, some good news for your 49ers real quick? Elijah Mitchell back at practice. Trent Williams back at practice. Woo! Debo, though, started practice on a bike. So I don't know if this was like the beach cruiser and he was just rolling in, you know, about to snatch some chains. Yeah just took somebody's bike that, that was definitely <laughs> not his bike <laughs> so we shall see Debo's a guy who Thursday uh, Wednesday and Thursday practice like literally mean nothing for a guy like uh guy like him and Don shout out to Don he said what up good to see you guys y'all got the cutest kids be proud 420 thank you thank, thank you. you stars of the show right there that's for sure yeah, my son is my son is so cute while he annoys me right now. I'm like, <laughs> every time it's t- my turn my turn to talk, he starts trying to ask me stuff. I'm like, Hold on, <laughs> look, he's doing it again right now. <laughs> oh, another one of Bogart's favorite players, Russell Gage. When asked if he's playing this week, he says, "I'm feeling good and I'm ready to roll." 
Fire up Taji Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up Taji Sharp everywhere. Russell Gage is not. Here's my thing with Russell Gage. It's just everyone chases that one big game. You know what I mean? And even, even now, he had that one game back against the Dolphins where he had the big touchdown pass. So people are just going to always start him. You know what I mean? And good luck with that. Yeah, you got to have no other options if you're going to start Russell Gage, in my opinion. Tajay Sharp, he's going to be that dude. I already know he is going to be that dude. All right, let's see. What else we got here? Okay, so for the Texans, Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola are practicing, so that's some good news for them. And the Texans have also made it official and said Tyrod Taylor is the QB1 for Sunday's game versus the Dolphins. Tyrod Taylor or Jordan Love? Jordan Love, mainly because of Devontae Adams, and you're going up against the Chiefs. I think I'm going to start Jordan Love over a lot of guys who are like, you know, past QB 15, 16, when we start getting past, you know, into the bottom half of the QBs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, you know what's funny? Like, places I'm starting Derek Gore or Jordan Love, it's like, you know, it's really ugly, but it's a ton of fun. (laughs) Because when you hit, I mean, I guess I don't, if it's a guy like that, I get mad if they get, you know, less than five. I mean, I, anybody I'll get mad, but it's almost like you're, you're just, you're really, you're taking that dart throw. And if it hits, it's like the best feeling in the world. Right. Like I, I could still remember two years ago, we're talking go two years ago. And I remember hitting on Demarcus Robinson when he wasn't a thing. And it was like, Nicole Hardman was out and like something. There was a couple things that lined up to where Tyreek Hill. Tyree is the, there you go. In week one ty- against the Jags, Sammy Watkins goes crazy three touchdowns, but then Tyreek Hill gets hurt that game. Then for two weeks straight, Demarcus Robinson's going ham. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. And Mr. Grapefruit, that Dearness hit was nice. Hell, yeah. And the, these type of players are literally going to be there every single week. We just got to find them. So that's why we got to make moves every single week. Yeah. Like, this we- week, um, you know, there's, a, uh, like, for example, um, plug Dan Arnold, for example. Hell, yeah, dude. I'm so big on – I've been yeah. huge on – I talked about when Dan Arnold went over there yeah. that he was going to be a thing with Trevor because Trevor was throwing the ball to O'Shaughnessy so much. That was his favorite target. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just, it's just natural that a, a rookie QB leans on the tight end. And then, like, you know, they go in and, and then they – you know, you knew we were going to use – uh, uh, Arnold once they traded for him because it's like it's not like just some oh we need depth like no we need a guy that we can plug right in you know what I mean and he got on the field that game and, and got a red zone target so you know it's I just the, the tight end landscape so bad you know what I mean that's like we're excited about motherfuckers like Dan Arnold you got to be ahead of the curve too like here's what happened in one of my leagues I should have played Dan Arnold last week but I started Mo Ali Cox. Some bullshit. So Dan Arnold plays the one o'clock game or at least a second half game for you guys who aren't on the West Coast. I picked up Dan Arnold before he played that game to lock him in for this week because I already knew there's no way I'm starting Mo Alley small cocks again. Yeah. I mean, the touchdown streak had to end, right? Yeah, for sure. Can't go on forever. Ooh, here's a good one. Triple X Lex, pick up sharp and drop Ayuk. What do you think about that, Bogard? 
drop who? Pick up Tajay Sharp and drop Ayuk. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's we're past the, the halfway point. It's been about three weeks now since the Colts game. Like, and then when I when I knew the rain, the weather was going to be bad since that 49er Colts game, I was like, okay, so it's been, you know, almost three weeks now that, like, Ayuk is just a guy you can drop. You know what I mean? And, it, it, and like, you know, theoretically, this is a game that you could maybe start him, but he's he's already dropped past deep league play. You know what I mean? He's just a guy I'm not starting. You really need some pieces. I mean, and even George Kittle being out, that's not even enough of a piece for him to be startable. It would have to be Debo not playing, like, a, you yeah. know, something like that where – at least for me anyways. And Tajay Sharp, he could be the number one. He could lead the team in targets. I mean, I think it's going to be between him and Pitts. Yeah. I mean, plus the snap counts were there. You know what I mean? You know, no one likes Russell Gage. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we know Matt Ryan, he's going to survey the field and find the open guy in Tajay Sharp. He's a good route runner. He's been getting open. This week somewhere, Matt Ryan. Did I read that somewhere? That what? Was Matt Ryan on the injury report this week? Uh, not that I saw. I'll go check right now, but I didn't see anything come through. Yeah. Okay. No, no, don't you worry about it. I might. Oh, my. It was Matt Stafford. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. It was Stafford. Talked about him a little bit earlier. All right. Let's see. And uh, there we go. Trips. Get Tajay. There we go. Hell yeah. We're going to be getting uh, some people's questions uh, really soon here. Just got a couple more pieces of news. And let's see. So Noah Fant, okay, for the Broncos. So he is uh, vaccinated. I guess he didn't lie about it like Rodgers. And they said that he can return with two negative tests, but he still hasn't tested negative yet. Mm. Man, that's that's so crazy. I don't even want that on the field, man. Right. Don't risk, don't risk spreading. The, don't, we don't want the NFL outbreak. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want it. Contain this thing. Keep him in. He's, he's not playing. How about that? And it's crazy because uh, we all have different versions of this, but I think their rules towards vaccinated players is why we're getting more of a spread, especially as of right now. Good point. But we will we'll never really know. But that's just what I'm thinking. Yeah, and there you go, JC Money and Design. Albert O, I, I, I picked him up in a league where I played two tight ends, and uh, <laughs> he's hitting my starting lineup for sure this week. <laughs> He knows how to um wait, hold on. I missed the comment. Did he spell the whole name out or just put Albert? No, no, no. He just put Albert O. Because I was gonna say, I wonder if he knows how to spell it, because he knows how to pronounce it. <laughs> I, I forget who who pronounced it and who who said it perfect. Um I, I, I cannot remember. I know Jay Love. Jay Love can pronounce every single name ever. <laughs> well, it was someone who was on this show. It was recently, it was like a day or two ago, but yeah, I can't it was remember. JT who said Money. It. Oh yeah, there there we go. Yeah. There we go. I don't know if he can spell it, but he sure as hell can pronounce it. You know? Hey, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. We're, on, we're not in a spelling bee contest here. All right. Last piece of news is uh, coming out of the Giants camp. And uh, so Barkley, McKinney, they're both still out of practice. So their first two tests were positive. Here's everything now. Okay. They made it a little bit more clear. So their first tests were positive. Okay. And then their next test was negative. So they're thinking that it was a false positive. They still got to be tested today and tomorrow um, to be able to clear. And uh, so, 
They said that Barkley is not ruled out, but he's still got the ankle issue and he hasn't practiced all week. He's not getting his treatment, stuff like that. So it's just looking like it's very unlikely. Yeah, he not finna play. I mean, like, they got the bye week next week too, you know what I mean? And yeah. um, here's another thing. How come the NFL got billions of dollars and, like, you can't just get, like, some state-of-the-art testing? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? Is it the one where they spit in the cup? I mean, what are they doing here? You know what I mean? <laughs> no idea. Yeah, we need to go back to the hard knocks from last year to kind of see what kind of shit that they were doing. Because last year, half of that show was just like all the COVID like protocols the and old, shit that they were going through. Man, anytime I've got COVID tested, it was the one where they take the Q-tip and they stab you in the brain, bro. And that's the that's how you know it's working. <laughs> yeah, if you feel your brain, if you feel it way way up here, you feel Ooh. some things moving around. Yeah, you know that it's working. Yeah. And then, um, oh, so Kenny Galladay, he has risen. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. He has risen. He's participating in drills for the first time since he hurt his knee. You know what? This will be the first. This will be the last time he practices before the next time he hurts his knee. He stays hurt, man. If uh, I mean, if you have Kenny Galladay, I mean, I think we already talked about dropping him, you know, but if you have him, I mean, would you just hope for him to play this week? Like, he's a bye week, he's a bye week guy. Well, would you try? I mean, would you try? Would you, is he someone that you drop if you've been holding him? Would you drop him to pick up a guy like Tajay Sharp or, you know, one of these guys who might still be out there? Or would you play him in hopes that he does okay to where maybe you could trade him away? You can, In redraft, you can't tell someone that they shouldn't drop Kenny Galladay because <laughs> what's the argument? Hey, man, look at what he's done for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, you can't fault anyone for letting go. I, hey, I commend them for holding on this long. After three weeks and he got injured, I was like, cut him. I was like, we've seen this before. And, like, it's another one of those cases. Never had no training camp with him because he was hurt. You know what I mean? No preseason games with him because he was hurt. So there's no – there was zero rapport. He 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 also could tell – that you could tell that he didn't like Danny Dimes neither because, you know, that the one the one or two games he did play, there was, the, you know, where they would pan over to them and they would be arguing. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's one of those ones. I mean, the grass is greener on the other side, you know, because as much as he wanted to get out of Detroit – I mean, he didn't know that um, that Stafford wasn't going to be there. Like, he didn't know that shit. But, yeah, playing with Stafford your whole career, like, even on a trash-ass team, at least you still got, like, a really good QB throwing yeah. you the ball. Thousand, you had a thousand-yard season. You know what I mean? Could you imagine, like, uh, like if he would have re-signed and then Stafford gets traded away, signed a three-year deal or something like that, and then Stafford gets traded away and you get Jared Goff? <laughs> Man. You know what's funny is I probably would have been stronger on Galladay this year, though. I probably would have been about Galladay. Oh, like, well, I mean, even with uh, – you mean with golf coming over? Yeah, like like just being in the same situation with new quarterback. Yeah, new system. But still, like being – you know, with Anthony Lynn coming in there and knowing the pedigree of receivers he's had, like a Mike Williams or a Keenan Allen, and here now he has Kenny Galladay, I would have been excited for the value – that we got from him because nobody was drafting him, you know, before the fifth round. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and then because you know him landing on the Giants, I was like, ah, fuck that. I'm just not even gonna touch that. And I did actually have a few Galladay shares. One I traded away, and then another one I just dropped. I was like, fuck him. 
Let someone out. And you know what's crazy? Still out there on the waivers. Everybody knows <laughs> both guys with the landmine out there. Don't pick it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> the only places that I have him, it was the very, very early dynasty leagues uh, where I have him. Like he hadn't even moved yet, hadn't resigned the deal or anything. And I got him in like the 10th or 11th round. You know, like not knowing he was going to the Giants at that point yet. Just still yeah. thinking he could be with the Lions. Stafford's still there, you know, and all that. And um, I'm glad I don't have him anywhere else. But we might be seeing the end of an era for uh, for him. I mean, he just can't get right health-wise. And- the era as in, oh, yeah, I know what era he's in. The era that never was. <laughs> <laughs> he just – he. <laughs> We will have fond memories of what he could have, of us talking about what he can be. Uh-oh. Antonio picked up a landmine. He said, I picked up Galladay and Stu's league this week. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the I dropped him? <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely didn't have him in Stu's league, but yeah, man, I mean, listen, he's a good, it's a good pickup. If you're able, anybody who's holding on to Galladay right now, they've been able to do their thing without Galladay. So what's the difference between having them or not, right? So if you do have them and there's no one you can pick up to better yourself, just hold on to them because it's just like Allen Robinson right now. You can't start these guys, but if they start to bubble, maybe you have a trade piece or maybe you even just have a guy you're like, all right, now I'm brave enough because of what they've been showing me recently that I can start them. Yeah, and I got Kenny Galladay and Allen Robinson in some dynasty leagues, and like I, I got a plan. Like I literally got nobody else. Like guys who are competing with them for a starting spot on my team, or guys who may get one or two catches. You know, and I mean, if they're lucky. And I swear to God, it's I'm going on week number three of not starting the one Allen Robinson share I had. Right, it's in that 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 Tyrannosaurus flex league. So here I am. It's been three weeks. This is going to be the third week I'm not starting him, and like I swear to God. Every week I don't start him, he's going to blow up. I swear it. <laughs> Even though he hasn't yet, I'm, I just feel it's coming. Well, yeah, because he can't go the entire season without one blow-up game, you know? All right, before we get into everyone's questions, got to talk about a sponsor of the show. You guys are going to love this. Daily Fantasy. I know you guys are Daily Fantasy nerds out there. If you're not, you're about to become one because I got a dope new site. You can play for free. It's legal in all 50 states. That is the dope thing about it. And the way they're able to do that is because of their subscription model. It is super awesome. It is really inexpensive. You guys need to go get on this right now because Thursday night football is happening. Okay. You got to go get in your contest before Thursday night games. I'm putting uh, the links in the chat here. Bogart, uh, if you're on the GMM network watching right now, Bogart will have his link for you uh, very soon here. And the link is also. I'm going through a very annoying verification process. I'm in the system. They just don't. Listen, I'm a man of many faces, many hats. So they just, I guess that they're just verifying me. It's taking a fucking long time. So that's super easy. All these contests are super easy. Think about like DraftKings. You know, they ha- you pick five players. Like same thing in this league. It's called a champion. No salary caps, though. You can literally pick anyone you want. Check out this. Uh, we're gonna go on a quick commercial break. Check out Super Draft Pro. We'll be back here in a second. In a world where hope was fading and isolation was growing between friends, family, and fun. And people began to yearn for a better way to earn. Okay, we've had enough drama in recent history. 
It's time to reconnect, kick off the game, and play to win cash and prizes. Superdraft Pro is the official fantasy partner of Caesars Entertainment. Yes, that's Caesars. This isn't your grandmother's bingo night. Imagine the exciting chance opportunity of Las Vegas, only bigger, in the palm of your hand. And imagine the energy of the crowd and the love of your favorite game, connecting you and literally every single person you know playing daily fantasy sports, all while getting paid. This is Superdraft Pro, and you can stop imagining. Experience it for yourself. Simply download the Superdraft app and sign up by creating an account. Be a player, or be a coach building teams of players with a range of membership packages that suit your level of interest. And guess what? We know, and you probably know too, that this is a multi-billion-dollar industry with roughly 60 million people playing in North America alone. So, what's new or different about the Superdraft Pro that's actually a game changer? That's an easy answer, and I literally mean easy. The Superdraft app is super user-friendly, so playing is easy. So, when you play, your chances to win can be easier than other traditional fantasy sports games. It's also set up to level the playing field with our exclusive patent-pending games, which allow you to pick the players you like and the players you trust. This is your draft, your way. See, this really is changing how the game is played, and it's even a game changer for business because not only can you get paid to play, you can get paid when other people play when you become a super draft promoter by sharing the app. Making money doesn't have to be a grind. Turn your business based at home into your home-based playground, getting paid to play, having fun wherever you are. Because this virtual model is high-speed and low-drag, SuperDraft Pro plans to eventually capture the imagination of the world by going global with a simple, proven business that never sleeps. Join the fun! Play, get paid, and tell everybody. Download the SuperDraft and Sportsbook app today. Available on iOS and Android. SuperDraft Pro, rated F. You. N. Okay, that's enough. You're done. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of big names involved. I know you saw Kyler Murray. I know you saw Ice Cube. There, the big three. You're going to be able to uh, play daily fantasy with the big three. Also, they got NFL. So even if you only do NFL, that's still Thursday, Sunday, Monday. They got college football as well. They got basketball. They did have MLB, so they'll have that again.、Uh, they're going to get hockey on here soon. They're going to get soccer on here very soon as well. Going to get NASCAR on here. WNBA. Like they're taking daily fantasy to the next level. So go get on it right now, guys. I put the link in the chat.、Uh, it's also in the description on my YouTube channel、uh, in the the video. So yeah, go check it out, guys. Go get on it. Go get on it right now and get your free lineups in.、Um, really, there's only a couple more hours before game time. All right. Let's see what questions we got in here. So do me a favor because some of these questions were asked a little bit ago, kind of at the beginning of the show in the middle. If I'm answering a question and you're here live, throw a little comment in just so I know you're in here still rocking with us. Who's been on the show for a hundred percent of the time? So I can、uh, shout you out. Throw a little one hundred emoji in the chat right now, or just a one hundred percent, whatever. Flappy Chappers, what up, bro? And、uh, said, do y'all think Ayuk is gonna get better as the season goes on? Bought him low,、uh, just in case he does blow up because he has great talent. We just talked about it a little bit ago, and it's one of those things that we're not banking on right now. I mean, we've seen it; it it's gonna be random when it happens. So I would just,、uh, I would hold and not really think about playing him. 
I think it's going to take an injury to Debo or like something like that to where he gets a little bit more involved, like right away. All right. Rushman said 100, bro. There you go. JC Money Design said 100. There you go, bro. Appreciate you guys. Alex Sizzle, what up, bro? Said, uh, who should I pick up on the waiver wire? Van Jefferson, Elijah Moore, full PPR. Also, Claypool or Moss for my flex. Or one of those two from the waiver wire. I'm going to say Van Jefferson. And I'm going to say Van Jefferson over Moss as well. Uh, actually, hold on. You know what? I like Moss against the Jags. That's what I was. Yeah, that's why I'm changing my answer. I will, I will say it's Moss. A- it's a it's a lower it's a lower ceiling play. Obviously, the Van, Van Jefferson needs one. He get one big catch that goes to the house, and that's pretty much all of what Zach Moss will do for you on on week on a week to week basis. But if Zach Moss does fall into the end zone, and and this is a game they're they're probably going to be smacking. They they've been they've been pretty good at covering these these big giant spreads. You know the Bills. So and in those games, you know you look at Zach Moss. He those are games that he produced. And, you know, it's a floor of 10 points, but, I mean, you know, that's something. You could (laughs) fall into the end zone twice. I mean, that's, like, best-case scenario. You're hoping that. You're hoping he falls in at least once. And Van Jefferson, I mean, any – it is going to take that one big catch or the one big play or something, but, you know, it it could happen. That's why I like it. He has more air yards. He has more air yards than Robert Woods on the team, so there's that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does have a 14% target market share. It's just how competitive do you think the game against the Titans will be? You know, that there's a lot of variables here where I will take I will take the game script of uh, Moss being able to run on the Jags in a in a winning effort. Dang it, Austin. He said, I might jump off a mountain depending upon Lamb's injury. <laughs> he just didn't practice today. Tomorrow, I mean, that's, that's the time to panic. On the Friday practice, that is, uh, if you got to start panicking on a day, that's uh, when to do yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's okay to panic. Just don't jump off no, don't jump off no mountain. You know, maybe like a curve or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't, yeah. you know, it's not. It's not that serious. You know what I mean? Here's the thing, though, that you do got to worry about is that these jackass uh, cowboys, man. They, they, they said the same thing about uh, Prescott's calf, right? Oh, nice, fine. He, he could play right now, and then he misses a game. So, yep. him popping up in the middle of the week ankle it's kind of it's a little alarming but it is just an ankle it's not a high ankle or and there we go antonio said just signed up there you go bro make sure you get in those lineups for tonight i'm gonna go get in mine uh right after i get off this show in between uh this one and then the q a that's coming up oh and, and and tomas tomas snuck in his hundred emoji in there shout out to tomas in panama bro good looking on uh, hanging out the whole show all right, let's see. Prince J, what up, bro? Said, uh, maybe y'all can help then. Here it goes. Should I start Chubb, Robinson, or McNichols? I, I mean, you got to start uh, Chubb. I mean, you got to start Chubb. I mean, come on. Yeah, and then if you can, flex McNichols. Yep, and James Robinson didn't practice again today. So tomorrow, tomorrow's show, don't forget, we do this every single weekday. Uh, to make sure you guys are uh, tapped in on all the news, 4 p.m. Eastern, every single weekday. All right. Let's see. Second take extra. What up, bro? What's going down? I missed that one. Sorry, I slipped through the cracks. 
All right. And then Nick, whoa, Nick T. He said, someone dropped Gibson in my 12, man. Oh, man, got to steal him. Hell yeah, bro. Go go get him. Jeez. I mean. That's an angry cut, if I've ever heard one. Or that's like an O and and like seven team or one and six, seven or whatever whatever it is, right? And they need they need they got bye weeks going on. Like I'm like, who drops Antonio Gibson? Yeah, and it's gotta got- be gotta be a case of the fat thumb. Then you know what I mean, the fat finger. I mean, if someone legitimately dropped someone on accident and they told me like right away, I would reverse it because that's kind of messed up. If it's a legitimate accident, yeah. And we've had that, we've had that happen. And someone like literally say it right then. And that's the only right thing to do. If you're a commissioner, if it's literally an accident and they tell you right away, got to fix that. Okay. This actually happened. This actually happened. Uh, Someone just picked up Jeremy McNichols uh, off the, you know, uh, uh, through the last waiver cycle. And then um, they're for whatever it is, they also had JD McKissick and then they're making a move. Dropped McKissick on accident. I mean, McNichols on accident. And I was like, hey, man, no problem. That's like an easy like That's that's probably the more understandable ones, too. And that might not even be a fat thumb. You just say, oh, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's super easy to drop the wrong person in sleep. I mean, it's, it's Jay McNichols and Jay McKissick, too. So that one's like, you know what I mean? They're right next to each other. And I was like, listen, you don't have to explain it. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, the one thing, though, it's not like you get to pick, oh, drop this other person for me. It's like, nope, the the move is about to get reversed. Yeah, exactly. That's the only fair way to do it. Yep. And Antonio said, I got a trade off for Odell for Sharp and Mercedes Lewis in a dynasty. I declined it. What do you think? Um, So I'm assuming you'd be getting Odell. They're like trying to give you. Odell Beckham, I know you're in the chat still. Throw it in. You mean they're trying to give them to you? I would, uh, as of right now, I guess I'd want Sharp for, like, Dynasty. I don't know, man. Sharp's been around since 2015. He's kind of just he's just a guy. That's true. But Odell is definitely just a guy right now, too. Yeah, he's not just a guy. He's the, the he's the <laughs> just a guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's poster boy for just a guy. Yeah, so... Oh, trading away Odell. Okay. Well, I I guess I guess I don't like this either way. I, I guess I would rather just hold. Because Odell, I mean, I don't like Mercedes Lewis. Like he's nothing. So it's really just trading Odell for sharp. And if you already have Odell, I think I would rather just hold him and see where he lands. Mercedes Lewis is is a blocking tight end. So every now and yes. then he'll he'll line up to block, roll out into the flat catch a wide open touchdown in the end zone, right? Like uh, down there in the, in the goal line package. We've seen him do that. Other than, otherwise, yeah, it's just sharp for OBJ and you lose that trade even. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz the uh, you, we never know where Odell's going to go and Sharp, he's going to be a thing maybe for a few weeks, you know. Um, Look at Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's all banged up, right? I bet you Cole Beasley would be the first one to be like, "You know who we need over here? OBJ." You know what I mean? Cuz I mean, cuz he want to win. Kobe's he want to win so bad. His album, his albums aren't selling. He's like, I need, I need to win. Yeah, there we go. Antonio said, I'm hoping he'll go somewhere good next year and uh, and come back. He's gonna go somewhere this year. They're gonna cut his ass. You know what though? Here's the thing too. I think if you're OBJ, you need to realize you're not this ex receiver. You're not the main guy anymore. You're gonna be a complimentary piece wherever you go. Yeah. You know? 
not the guy who gets moved around on the formation. Maybe you're more treated like a gadget guy at this point. Because look, look at the one big game. The one big game he had in Cleveland against the Cowboys, you know, he had an end around that went like 60 yards to the house. You know what I mean? Like it was like, you know, they were they were scheming him up in different ways. And I then, got a, I got a good question for you. Yeah. Um, sports aside, just men in general, you know, and people in general, we got big egos about certain things. Do you think Odell Beckham, we're guessing right now anyway, it's all speculation. Do you think he could even come to terms with that? Like, you know, throwing his ego aside to be no. the number three piece on a team? No, because what does his ego make him do most of the time? His ego makes Stupid him shit. go. It makes him go get attention somehow. You know, if he's not getting attention positively for his play on the field, he wants some he wants that same attention. It's the, it's it's that generation. I, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but that's just how they are. You know what I mean? They they crave and and thrive off the attention. Whether it, look at it, and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. The dad's probably done hella interviews since yesterday. You know what I mean? <laughs> that video, I bet you everyone's been getting him on the podcast. Like, man, they, I should hit him up, try to get him on the show, huh? Man, right? Like, <laughs> th- listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. He wants the attention. You know what I mean? He's the guy that, you know, he was so upset. What did he do? He threw something at the uh, at the net and it bounced back, hit him in the face, right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. He like, he, like, kicked the ball or something and then the net yeah. came back and, like, hit him in the face. And then, uh, yeah, and I think it, like, chipped his tooth even. And then, and then he goes, and um, the next week, and then he proposes to the net. It's like, you know, I don't get that, get that far away from my team. You know what I mean? Because, first of all, that's some little boy shit. You know what I mean? We're men over here, bro. You know what I mean? I know it's like, uh, I know, I know the league is like openly soft now. You know what I mean? But like, for the most part, you know, the coaches and everyone still has that old school mentality. Like, listen, you gotta be, you gotta be rough and tough and have a thick skin around here. You know what I mean? I'm about to send him a DM and try to get, <laughs> that'd be funny if we get him on the podcast, get some behind the scenes uh, shit about Odell. Right? Cause you know what too? <laughs> Here's another thing. Like scratch everything that he's been doing, like recently. I want, I want, I want, I want to bring up this the whole schematics of how it's been for him getting to Cleveland. He gets to Cleveland. He uh, uh, he didn't play no pre. He was injured, so he didn't play no preseason and he didn't do no training camp. He he plays for a couple weeks. He has one big game against the Jets on a Monday night, and he was wearing his Rolex on the field. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Because he yep. needs attention, right? Yep. And um, that was the only big game he had that year because then he ended up – and then then it comes out after the year, he said he was playing on a sports hernia. 
So he gets that he gets that fixed, gets surgery, all that. Comes back, then he's playing shitty again. Shitty as in not producing. Then he has the one big game against the Cowboys. The following week, or maybe the following two weeks, tears the ACL. So this is – and remember, going into 2020, you didn't have training camp like normal. You didn't have – you didn't have a preseason. So you're still kind of on this 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 opposite page trying to gain rapport with Baker Mayfield, right? And then guess what? Going into the 2020 season, what is OBJ doing? He's catching passes and training with Cam Newton. He's not he's not somewhere at a high school field with Baker Mayfield working on their timing routes, working n- none of that. He's like, I'm going to go do all that that I should do with Baker, but with Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, a lot of people, listen, I, I get it. OBJ is probably misunderstood. He's probably questionable, <laughs> as some, as I would say, right? He, but, I mean, it's this is, at the end of the day, you have to be able to, you have to, be able to separate the two. You know what I mean? This, 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 it's, this is business. He's not, a, he's not being a professional. And this will never go back to normal. There's no turning back from here. It's got to, it, it, the divorce is on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It ain't stopping. Let's see. And I, and I just sent him a DM right now, so that'd be real dope. Let's see if he gets back. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. All right. Uh, Rushman. And uh, say, yeah, my baby picked up Gallup. And uh, come on, bro, get your ass in there. Uh, yeah, we need him. We need him. I got Gallup right. in a handful of leagues, especially. I got him in Stu's league. I've been holding him. He's just been marinating in the IR. I need him. I, I'm hurting in the flex spots right now. During, during the draft season, I would get into places into the in the draft where I'm at the position to get Michael Gallup or Mike Williams, and I have an equal share of these guys because those were the values. And for the first couple of weeks, I was really hot at all the Michael Gallups I had, and now it's like it's it, it's pretty much no different because Mike Williams has been all the way a miss since he was all the way a hit. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember which show we were talking about. It might have been JC Money Design where, I mean, when Mike Williams was the number two receiver, you know, in the league and everyone, like, they wanted to hold him. Like, that is the perfect time to sell him. Like, you got to sell. When they are, like, that, I mean, being top three at any time in any position, like, past, like, you know, maybe the third week, I mean, that's really really good. You can get full value. You know who didn't say that about? Who? Him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't you but he I don't think he ever touched top three though yeah, in the position. He, was, he, he he got up to number three at the running backs at one point. Or maybe he might be right. I think number four. No, no, no. He was number three going into that game in London. And I guess you know why the only reason why I didn't want to move him at all is the wide receiver running back dual eligibility. Yeah. Like, man, like that's just money. Like, there's not too many players that are gonna be in the top twelve of any position that got, I got- I got a I got a handful of corduroy pampin, right? I got a lot. There was a couple that I did sell high on because it was just one of those things like, okay, I can't not get CD Lamb here for this. You know what I mean? Or I can't not uh who was the other one I got? Oh, I I, I got uh, I got Mike Williams actually for one. <laughs> Damn that caught sucks. you slipping. That sucks. <laughs> well, someone wanted corduroy for Mike Williams. They they, they were doing it right. They were selling on Mike Williams high. And yeah. now Corduroy's been more consistent, so they win that trade. But, yeah. yeah oh, the reason I have, 
The reason I have Corduroy so much is because we were all on him week one when we found out that he was the backup. So I, he was like within my first waiver wire pickups of the season. How about this too? Another guy that I probably would sell high on right now because I, I I want I think you got to tell me where he's at in the receivers, but I know he's hella high. It's Debo. Like it's am I crazy? Is he a top five right now? Uh, I think you are crazy for that, but let's go see. Cause I, on, I really have no idea. Every time, every time we do this, I'm always shocked by the people that we see here. All right, let's see. <laughs> Cooper no. cup, Tyreek Hill, Jamar chase, Debo Samuel. <laughs> I told you I wasn't crazy, man. <laughs> I told you I have zero Debo. So that's why I didn't know precisely. But I just I watch the Niner games, and when I don't watch, when I don't, you know, that's one of the games I do go and watch the condensed versions immediately on Monday morning. You know what I mean? Because they have it posted up. I go watch that shit, and uh, yeah, Debo's just been everything. That's that's all it is, Debo and like Eli Mitchell. Yeah, see, it's crazy, Corduroy. He's top eight, top eight running back, and then a top ten wide receiver right now. That is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. If I ever saw Corduroy Pimpin out there in the wild, I would say, excuse me, sir, Corduroy? Yeah? Can I call you Corduroy? Hey, listen, man, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a heterosexual man, but I want to take you out to a steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he deserves it after eight years of, of, of him swearing he's pimping, bro. He's, he knew he was pimping for eight years, bro. <laughs> oh man big <laughs> dinner yeah and Rush said Dak to Gallup all day we need it we need it all I right. mean, Gallup, com- Gallup coming back hurts everyone who has CeeDee Lamb right now immediately because if you have Gallup coming back and he's looking good he's galloping pun intended and then you're like you know what CD you can just sit down this week you know what I mean yeah for sure. Shit like that sucks. I have a ton of Gallup. <laughs> and it's not like I have CD and Gallup in those leagues. So yeah, let's do that. <laughs> when guys pop up late on the uh, on the list, it uh, you know, on the um the uh, injury report, you just don't like it. Uh and uh Austin said, so Would you start Dan Arnold over Hunter Henry this week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. I Played would Carolina. I respect I respect Carolina's linebackers and their safeties that are you know that, that are gonna be guarding the tight end. Then you couple that with the fact that there's two tight ends there, not just Hunter Henry. There's a John U. Smith, those. So there's that. It's going to be Dan Arnold to the moon right now over a lot of people. And a lot of it is really just uh, the volume. And like he got 10 targets for four past- weeks. For four weeks, I've been picking up Dan Arnold and dropping him, picking him up, dropping him. And I finally, like, he finally made it into my lineup. And I'm like, and then I had to even go retrieve him in a couple of spots. I did the heart to start super flex. I had to go back and re-grab him. Because I was like, fuck that. I, I left him out there last week. Let me, I dropped yeah. him for fire moves because someone like left him out there for some reason. And uh, but yeah, I was like, you know, I need to hold on to Dan Arnold. Yeah, you need, you need that volume. And Tomas says, salud, amigos. And uh, let me hear your thoughts, Hustler. Full PPR, 16 uh, peeps league. Yeah, real deep. Jeremy McNichols or Rashad Bateman for the flex? And then he said, what up, Bogard? What up, man? Shout out to Panama, man. Hey, one of my best friends is, is Panamanian, bro. 
And uh, nice. yeah, so I'm I'm very aware of their food and their culture. I, I fuck with Panama. He always wants me to go there with him too. Anyways, um, uh, you know what? I like McNichols here, man. But uh, you know, he Bateman is leading that team in targets ever since he got to that team. Uh, and if I would just look if Sammy Watkins is playing, because if he's not, I do want to pick on that that Viking secondary with Bateman. And um, but I think the safer floor and you know possibly equal upside is with Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, I'm going McNichols here. I mean, one of the ways that you can kind of get things going versus the Rams with the pass catching running backs, and I'm assuming that Vrabel is a smart coach. And I know that you got to like flip things, you know, you got to flip things all the way on the opposite side of things. Like you got to turn into a pass first offense. You know, they're probably going to be getting a lot more dump offs, you know, to the running back throughout the game. Not just, you know, when they're like, even if they're winning, they're going to be doing that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm going McNichols, especially this week when Peterson has only been with the team for a couple days. You know, th- this is the week to play McNichols. They're going to get – this is his real shot to get a hold of the backfield. I mean, let's be honest. Maybe it takes two weeks. Maybe it takes three weeks for Adrian Peterson to fully get acclimated. But I do expect Peterson on a week-to-week basis to get 12 to 15 carries. You know what I mean? Like, not this week, but eventually. Like I said, once he's fully acclimated, I see him getting 12 to 15 carries a game. And meanwhile, we just need McNichols to get his five, six targets. You know what I mean? Like, and then he's going to get that eight to, to possibly 10 carries. You know what I mean? But uh, like you said, he's getting, he's going to get more than that as far as, tar- I mean, he was getting that amount of targets when Henry was playing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, cause Adrian Peterson, I, he, he has, he has caught the ball before he doesn't have receiving chops by any means. And then- he's caught it once or twice, right? He's caught it once or twice. Yeah. Even with Washington, he had a couple of receiving touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, they were there down there by the goal line, but still, you know, he was able to catch the ball and turn up a little bit. You know what I mean? When most of the time he, he's catching the ball on a broken, on a broken play, you know, on a dump off and he's just, you know, there's no yak. So Jeremy McNichols, I just, I think that they do need to do is have some remnants of him in the run game. That way you don't look one dimensional when you have him on the field. Because you definitely are going to look one-dimensional with Adrian Peterson out there. And that's that's why they made a conscious effort to throw the ball to Derrick Henry more. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he was he already surpassed his his receptions from, from the year prior because they, they want him to be multifaceted. You know what I mean? And not one-dimensional when you're down there in the goal line. And they're like, oh, my God, just, they're going to run it. And I bet that was one of the things that he was working on in the offseason, too. Like, I mean, that's one of his weaknesses, obviously. So... Let's see. Yeah, well, Jordan Howard, he tried that one time too. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to mention Jordan Howard on this show. <laughs> All right. Uh, David, David Lee from Facebook. He said, which uh, defense you rolling with, Cowboys or the Saints? And I'm going to be going with Saints. Saints. What? Yeah. Let's lock it's, them in. More upside there. They're just a good de- Listen. Uh, yeah, they might give them some touchdowns to the Falcons. It's not like they're going to pitch a shutout, but at the same time, this is just a really good defense. And then, and then you, add, then you get Quan Alexander back. You know what I mean? Like this is a good defense. They're getting to the quarterback now. They weren't doing that in the beginning, you know, of the season as much. So started off a little slower, but yeah, they're hitting their strides right now. Triple X Lex start two. sharp, Tony Crowder Boyd. 
I'm going to go Boyd and Sharp. Yeah, I could rock with that. I mean, is, is he talking about Kadarius, Tony? Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? I'm starting to realize I hate Kadarius, Tony. I don't want him. I'm starting to realize I hate the guy because I played against him in four leagues when he had the one big game. And that's what happened watching everybody trying to start him. Because <laughs> people are going to chase that for the entire year. Yeah. And they still got him projected like he's going to ball out. Like, that's the issue. Like, he's and still. Listen, people are still chasing 2019 uh, uh, Russell Gage. People are still chasing 20. Uh, I mean, my bad, 2020 Russell Gage. And only the first two games also. Two games. <laughs> I know he had a couple, but those were his biggest games were the first two. Right? All right, let's see. Nick, what up? Rolling Sharper Bateman for the rest of the year. Uh, rest of the year, I'm going Bateman. Um, really close here. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Bateman. All right. And don't forget, if you want your question answered right away, just go ahead and leave a super chat like my man Lee Shakur. What up? What up? Let's get it. Thoughts on David Montgomery and Saquon rest of the season. All right. Saquon or Montgomery rest of the season. Now, normally when I'm doing something like this, I got to go look at the playoff schedules. I got to go see who has more favorable matchups, you know, things like that. If I'm just doing this in a vacuum, I think I'm going Saquon. Yeah. I mean, we, we can assume we're getting Saquon after next week, right? After yeah. the bye week, he should yeah. be back. And uh, I think that'll – because after the bye week, that'll be, what, four, five weeks. When, when's, the, uh, when's the last time we've seen him? Five weeks now? I think it was either week three or week four. Was, I can't remember which one. It was the game against the Saints. So no, that was week – Oh, I think it was a game against the Cowboys. Either way, it was a – it's like a month ago. If it was the week against the Saints, it was week four. Wow. Feels like so long ago, and that's it, it's look at that. Look at how long people have been chasing Kadarius Tony now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping he plays this week because I got to start him in the DX league. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost AJ Green. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I, yeah, bo both lean and Saquon. I mean, both guys are real similar here. I mean, David Montgomery, when he comes back, I mean, they already said he's going to be the primary guy. I mean, there's just you know. I like Montgomery, though, because I am aware of Montgomery's schedule the rest of the way, and we do oh, like, yeah. we like it. Oh, yeah. They both have a bye in week 10. So, like, either way, like, the only advantage you'd have to getting David Montgomery is he seems like he's going to play this week. So, if he plays this week, you know, you get an extra game out of it. But either way, both guys are on bye in week 10. So, it's not like you're getting an advantage like, you know, one guy already had his bye or anything like that. I'm going to go, you know what, in a vacuum, I would go Saquon, but because I'm aware of, of that Bears schedule the rest of the way, I like the Bears. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Montgomery. And let's see. That let's sounds see. so crazy, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let's see. Let, let's see the giant schedule down the stretch. So. My bad. My phone was hella geeking earlier. That shit was like all the way. All good. So let's see. So they got the Bucks as soon as they come back, and then they got the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Cowboys, the Eagles again, and the 
that's funny. The Bears. Uh, so the Bears play the Giants in the uh, in the fantasy championship. And if I you make it all the way there, and I love that for Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love the Montgomery side there. And here's another thing too. Um, you know, at this point, we pretty much know which run defenses are good or not. We're 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 at the halfway juncture, so it's not fluky anymore. These these are past trends. These are this is what it is. You know what I mean? And like you know, you you, you hit the bucks. You're not going to run on them. You're going to need to rely on them in the passing game. And I just don't I just don't trust everything over there with the Giants. I don't trust the play calling. I mean, I, I, I don't trust the offensive line. Danny Dumbass is a dumbass. I just, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm over it. They're always going to stay in the box. There's no one there. What, what, they're going to respect John Ross to take the top off. Oh, my God. We got to drop everyone in the coverage. John Ross. <laughs> oh, shit. They're getting Kenny Galladay back. They're like. <laughs> Fuck, stack the box. Fuck <laughs> those guys. Yeah, so Montgomery has the has the better schedule. So we're we're a little split on that, but yeah, going down the stretch looks like Montgomery has a better schedule than uh, than Saquon. But Saquon comes back. We seen him at his peak, and we're all chasing it. You know the what? <laughs> we're all chasing it. Last time he had a spell like this, where he was gone, he came back and he dominated for you all the way to your playoffs. Yeah. So, if that's worth anything, that happened. That was, but what, what that's worth is that it was with Danny Dimes in 2019. So there's yeah. that. Yep. All right. And then uh, Antonio said, so happy I picked up Booker uh, for Bar- uh, Barkley's backup in Stu's league. Yeah, that's definitely been helping you and keeping you at the top for hey, sure. Hey, Booker, Booker ain't playing, man. Booker, listen, Booker is this year's Jamal Williams because anytime Aaron Jones was out last year, Jamal Williams is going to get 20 touches. You know what I mean? He's not sharing. And in this case, yeah, you had Elijah Penny come out there a little bit, but nah, it, it's all Booker's show there when there's no Barkley. All right, let's rapid fire some of these. We're going to be on about uh, eight more minutes here, and then we got another uh, – I've got a Q&A coming up in about an hour if you guys want to tap in, getting all your lineups ready for Thursday night. Cali Loco said, Giants on by next week, just pretending to get his check. <laughs> 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 and Joseph on Facebook, what up, bro? Says Miles Sanders going to even be startable when he comes back. I mean, I would say if you have him and you're hurting, you're going to start him. Like- I mean, the physical act of pushing the button to confirm and submit him into your lineup, that is possible. Did you do it? No. <laughs> yeah, keep making uh, waiver pickups to where, you know, you'll be able to keep him on your bench. Facebook user, half PPR, Renfro, Devontae Parker, DJ Moore, Mike Williams, start two. I'm good. Mike Uh, DJ Moore. Yeah. Same for me. I mean, I like, Renfro, I like Renfro and Parker, yeah. but I just like the upside more of those two. Yeah. Let's see. Where are we at? The Mike Williams comeback is coming, bro. Can you feel it? <laughs> I'm telling you. And Frank, what up, bro? Monkey knife fight. Oh, shit. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> and then in capitals, White Mike <laughs> over under 255. Take that under. Uh, yeah, I'm going under. Wentz 245. I'm taking the over. It's going to be close, though. Well. Okay. Uh, Pittman 75 receiving. I'm banging the over. I'm. T- Okay, I'm I'm okay with what you said it's 75. 75. Damn, he this that's where he hovers around. 
Yeah, so it's gonna be close. Uh, and I'm gonna go thanks, on- Frank. I'm gonna go get my two dollar uh, five hundred times uh, you know lineup in there. Going, right now. I'm going under. I'm going under on Pittman. I'm going under on the passing yards for both quarterbacks. There we go. And uh, and for everyone who doesn't play on Monkey Knife Fight, what we're talking about right now, make sure you go check it out. It is monkeyknifefight.com, or you can go download the app Monkey Knife Fight and make sure you use the promo code either GMM or Hustler, whichever one of us you're rocking with. All caps. And all caps. And do this for everyone who's really, really rocking with us. Use either one of our promo codes. Then go get your wife's phone or something like that. Go get signed up there, you know, and you can get a free hundred dollars for every account you sign up for. Deposit that hundred, take their free hundred, and then throw it down on a couple of these uh, parlays where you get to pick. Uh, well, it's not a parlay. Sorry, I'm not even supposed to use that word. On uh, one of these contests where you pick. 10 people, you pick the over-under, like what Frank was just talking about right now. You put down $2, and you can turn that $2 into $1,000. And you go buy your girl some real nice. Go get it. Yeah. So you can't you can't do uh, the 500-plus uh, contest on the Thursday night games, but I'm doing one right now where it is uh, where I can 40 times my money. So I'm still going to throw down 20 or two bucks can turn that into 80. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. All you got to do. Might as well throw the dub, turn that into to the, uh, into the 800 one time. <laughs> I mean, we're getting the free hundred from them. You might as well. So right. go do it. Use the promo code GMM or hustler. Go do it right now. Monkeyknifefight.com or just download the MKF app. Just go check it out in the app store. Go do it right now. I know I got, I still got like a couple dollars in my, in, in my NKF. I haven't really fooled with it just because I just been, it's, listen, to say that, to say that we have our hands full is an understatement. Oh yeah. Like, that's why I love doing the show. Cause I actually get to kick back and I'm it's technically working. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? I'm filling out my lineup right now. So here we go, Frank. So uh, just listen up. Cause uh, I'm sure this is like the same one that you're in also. And you know what? I'm I'm trusting Bogart on this. We're gonna go under 255 for Mike White, which I said also, but we're going under under 245 and a half for Carson Wentz. Michael Pittman is 74 and a half. I'm going the over on this, but Bogart, what'd you say? You said the under. I, I like the under because this is just this is a pass. This is a it's a third. It's a shorter week. Both teams are gonna run the ball a lot and shorten up and sh- shorten the game in general. You know what I mean? Um, I'm assuming they're in Indy, in, indoors, so we don't have to worry yeah. about that. So, so you take in – so Jonathan Taylor then, 89 and a half. You take an over or under on rushing. I, I would take the over. I think he's good for like 95 to like 107 yards here. Now what I, about Jamison Crowder, four and a half receptions, banging that under? Uh, is he even going to play? I thought he was banged up. Because we we should be in for like a big Elijah Elijah Moore game if I remember correctly because I think he's hurt or and Corey Davis too right just what what are the status on those guys because then four four receptions doesn't seem like much but the fact that they're giving us four and not and not not making it five because if you gave me five I'd probably take the under I think he's good for four you need him to get like five well you yeah. need him to get five so that means take the the under well you said that four though right it's set at four four and a half. Four and a half. Oh, okay. Mm. 
Yeah, see, they're smart though, because that's where he's gonna. That's where he's gonna hover around. You know what I mean? Is what I mean? Yeah, Crowder's not even on the uh, the injury report. Okay, so, so it was, he's, he's gonna play. And then what about Michael Carter? Four and a half on the receptions. Oh yeah, I like that. Look, we're, we're going over on that. Yeah, because let me see what's you been getting. Uh... That's and that's the tricky thing about taking the under on um on the passing yard. Yeah, shit, in the last two weeks he <laughs> week seven nine targets, I... week uh, eight 14 targets. All right, we're banging the over on that one. Yep, that's how they run the ball. It's through the air. It, it's short to the running backs. It, this is the Shanahan system. Like not right. a finest, it's a poor, it's a poor ripoff. But, but and seeing that's what I'm. That's why I worry about the 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 the, the white Mike passing yards too, because we're, it's really it's dependent on these guys taking these short passes the distance. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, like, we're gonna knock out some more of these questions, but all right, I'm, I'm throwing five on it. We'll turn that into two hundred real quick. Yeah. There we go. And uh, oh shit, and I didn't even see Marcus Moreno said a hundred. Uh, my bad, bro. Didn't even shout you out earlier. Hopefully, you're still on here. That isn't that your cousin, bro? No, spell it a little different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Seahawks thirty three. Who do I start, Mike White tonight or Teddy B? I'm going Mike White. Yeah, I, you know what? Damn, the D- Dak's gonna play though, man. I kind this is really, and I actually have this decision to make in the league where I got a stream, and I was like, fuck that, I'm getting Jordan Love. Because I was trying to decide between the, the great White Hope, White Mike, but you, but you know what? I am leaning slightly Teddy B here because the focal point, I mean the 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 point of attack is with the tight end. That's how you attack the Cowboys defense. And at least if Teddy B still has his tight end, one of them, I like Teddy B slightly. Yep. All right, let's see. Frank said playing uh, Carter and Pittman over Waddle and Tony. Uh, worried about the Thursday night games. I mean, I'd be playing them too. I mean, Waddle with uh, Devontae Parker coming back, he's not getting the volume like he was getting, and yeah, sit Tony's ass down. Yeah, that does suck, huh? Because I for- I, I, I'd be forgetting how insignificant Parker was all year because of the injury. Yeah, definitely. Hops in my cup said, drop Calvin Ridley. I need a roster spot. If you need a roster spot and he's the last one to go, yeah, go ahead and do it. It's going to be tough either way, but not really going to be able to trade him away. Um, just depends. It, I'd only drop him if I'm going to pick up someone that I need to start. That's where I'd be uh, coming from it. And Antonio said, Zach Wilson got dropped in one of our dynasty leagues by mistake. What? Not in one of the leagues, uh, one of the hustler dynasty leagues or a different one? And Triple X Lex, I never do fantasy moves because I'm stoned. Because <laughs> when I'm stoned, because I'll do some shit like that. That's hilarious. Yeah, can't be messing up. Hey, real quick with Ridley, right? Uh, once they rule him out, can't you throw him in the IR in most formats? Yeah. Um. No, I th- no, I think it's one of those things where he because he's not on IR. Yeah, you so have I to think- adjust it. Like I couldn't put, you know, NFL Network or the NFL's joint. It was yeah. It's annoying, bro. It wouldn't let me put Aaron Rodgers in the IR. Yep. Hollywood know. Hollywood says, who's your guys' rookie of the year so far? Chase Young. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Chase he's... Young, you know what I meant. Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamar Chase. He's setting records out there. I mean... He literally did already. <laughs> yeah, he slowed it. I mean, slowed himself down in this past week, you know, but I mean, through... I mean, it was through seven games. He had more more yards than any NFL receiver in history. And, 
and that's why I'm a little weary of the Michael Pittman thing because remember a couple of weeks ago, someone was like, someone in the chat actually brought up, they're like, well, the Jets don't really give up booty to the receivers. And I started thinking, well, maybe it's because it gives so much booty on uh, uh, against the run that, that people aren't throwing the ball on them. But then, you know, then you had last week happen and, you know, they're, they're actually not bad against the pass. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they did have like three receiving touchdowns though. I mean, yeah, but I mean, Okay, they're not giving up the big plays. How about that? They're not giving up the chunk plays. They got them down in the red zone and, and hit them with a like four-yard pass. In the yeah, they have a decent secondary. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can run on them so easy. Like, why would you pass on them? I mean, I know we're in, like, a different NBA, but I just think about that. Like, if you can just score easily under the hoop, why would you do that versus shooting threes when it's way less a percentage of shot? Like, same shit. If you can get the easy runs, you're just going to keep doing that. Everybody knows style points don't count, but it does to us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Steph Curry's like, I'm gonna shoot it from the half court, bro. It's still the same three points. And Cali Cali Loco said, I got Brady on by. I got three guys. Pick one: Taylor versus Miami, Mike White or Fields. I probably go Fields, just because Fields is usually not an option that's out there. And he, if he is gonna run around, but then Nagy's back. I mean, it's Fields or Mike or, or White Mike here, but I'm I'm probably gonna go Fields here, bro. It's yeah, I think just because of the rushing. I mean, that's why I'd go Fields. I mean, they're gonna let him get loose a little bit, and he's probably gonna have to versus their defense. Like, I mean, coming, so he's gonna have to run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Austin said, "Is uh, Bateman useful in a ten-man standard redraft league? Uh, depends on how many bench spots you got, but um, yeah, for sure, he should be should be rostered in ten-team leagues." Yeah, I mean, say you say you have CD Lamb and he can't play this week. You know what I mean? I'm I, I, I'm okay pivoting to a uh, Rashad Bateman. You know what I mean? Like Bateman's the type of guy he's leading that team in and uh, he's leading that team in targets ever since he got uh, uh, the start. Yep. What up, James? What's going on, bro? Legendary one. Yeah, getting that super sticker in. There mm-hmm. we go. Said Mike Davis, Adrian Peterson, Derek Gore. Uh, I'm one and damn, I'm one and eight and only planning to ruin my coworkers. Yeah. At this point, sometimes that like feels really good. Like uh plan playoff, uh, spoiler. Um, I'm going to go Mike Davis. Yeah. On this Adrian Peterson. I just, I want to see it for a week. Cause he literally just came back, but Derek Gore, he, he's going to be one of those guys. That's going to be a sneaky play for sure. But I think the Davis workload is going to be a little he's bit. More of a, he's more of a DFS play Derek Gore, but. It's a ton of fun because if he, like, how about this? He got 11 touches, right? Um, say he gets 13, and uh, you know, and and you know, three of three of them are within the 20. You know what I mean? Like, and it, and the, the, you know what they did too? As soon as he got hot, they kept him in there. I don't yeah. know back out there again, but uh, yeah, he's they they're really big on him over there. Like, I I, I wouldn't doubt we're gonna get more Derek Gore. Derek Gore questions next week if he does if he does good this week. Yep. Wait. Couple more questions and we out. Uh, James said uh, Arnold or Friar Muth. I'm going Arnold. I'm gonna go Friar Muth here. I mean, four years out, that's that'll help. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Friar Muth because uh, he he's a he looks to him on the third downs like ever since Juju's gone. Like it's been like night and day. Juju's gone. All the short thing, all the short targets that would go to him were going to fire move on top of his targets he was already getting. Um, yeah. It's Eric Ebron. That that'll be the splitter right there. If Eric Ebron is playing, I'll lean Dan Arnold. Yep. 
And Antonio said that commercial was awesome. Hell yeah, bro. And the plat uh, the platform is awesome as well. Uh, so yeah, I know you said you already signed up. Make sure you get on. There's a couple different plans. There's a $20 plan, a $50 plan, and a $100 plan. I'm on the $100 plan because you get into all the highest paying out contests. So I'd hop on that if I was you. It's every 30 days. It's not like the month of November. So if you signed up today for the 100 bucks, it goes from today until December 4th. So yeah, get on one of those higher tiers because you're going to get in the highest paying out contest. And uh, the competition is very slim right now because a lot of people aren't on that $100 tier just yet. So yeah, go get in there because uh, we're talking some good money. Triple X Lex, I traded to get T Higgins for Michael Carter before the Carter blow up game. Was it a bad trade? Uh, was happy with it until now. I think it's super even. I mean, if, if you needed a wide receiver, like T Higgins is going to be a good, uh, solid wide receiver too. Most of the time, Michael Carter, most of the time is going to be like a hot uh, running back too. Maybe he flirts with like a low end running back one on a week to week randomly. And let's see, Wale or, or Whale, Wale. I got Hunt, Swift, Mixon, CMC. Which one could I trade for the best value? Uh, you could probably get the best value out of Swift right now. That's what I'd say. Pro probably Swift is where you can get the best value. And Marcus C, Rams or the Colts defense. This one is pretty close for me. I think I'm going to be going with. I think I'm going to be going with the shot of the Rams just because, uh, I mean, Thursday night we see fluky stuff like happening here and there. So, um, yeah, a little bit nervous uh, to start the Colts. I mean, they got like Ky uh, Kyrie Willis is out. So, yeah, I think I'm going the Rams on that one. And Richie Green, should I trust plan Michael Carter at the flex over Devontae Parker? Um, I think I would. I think Carter's workload is going to be safe. But remember, public service announcement for everybody today, Thursday, you do not play anybody in your flex, even super flex. Don't do it. Put them as your starter because it doesn't matter who you play in your flex. You could still play the same exact player in your flex that you were going to put as your RB starter, you know, so put Michael Carter at the RB two. Don't play your wide receivers in the flex, throw them in as your wide receiver two, wide receiver three, you know, whatever, but do fix all that right now. James Mendez with Aaron Rodgers out QB free agency. I got Mike white and Jimmy G, which of those two do you start? Damn. This one is tough. This one is what? tough. He, he, who, who does he need to replace Rogers? What are the names? White Mike or Jimmy G? I'd probably go Hemi, bro. Versus the Cardinals. Jimmy Jimmy has home. playing decent against the Cardinals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I mean, and and the last couple times he's played the cards, he didn't have George Kittle either. So, yeah. The, I'm just saying. Uh, you know me, I'll be joking all week. I love the great white hope. It's just a short week, and you know, a lot of people this this Matt Eberflus, they're hip to it. You know, they're hip to what to expect. So I'm I'm just my I'm tempering my expectations. Yep. And uh we've already seen um these Thursday night games that could be real low scoring games. So yeah, I'm leaning on that Jimmy G train Jimmy G train as well over White Mike. 
and Big Kong, Mike White, Tyrod Taylor, Jordan Love, Matt Ryan, pick one. I'm going uh, Jordan Love out of these guys here. I'm going Jordan Love too, man. Let's do it. Everyone's kind of middle of the road here anyways. I think he's got the most upside, and he's got the best weapon out of all of them put together. Devontae yeah. Adams. And and then the, the second best weapon, Aaron Jones, also catches the ball, and you know they're gonna, they they are gonna incorporate a lot of uh, checking it down to the running backs and, and shit like that. So, yep, I do all the work for Jordan Love. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be awesome. All right, JC Money Design, Moore and Ty are gonna, uh, Moore Carter and Ty are all gonna ball. I'm hoping for it, bro. Listen, I I. That that linebacker core, <laughs> that's that's the only thing that trumps it all. You know what the Bengals were trying to do most of the time last week? They were trying to pass rush. So then, you know what I mean? There was clear lanes behind that pass rush for the running backs to get away, you know what I mean, with the ball in the yep. air. You know what yep. I mean? This linebacker core is going to close in on that. You know what I mean? So that's – I'm like, we really got to see some phenomenal yak tonight. And legendary one said, bro, Mike Davis has been doo-doo thanks to Patterson. Yeah, but as long as they don't have Ridley, Mike Davis is going to be one of those guys getting catches as well. He had six targets last week compared to Corduroy's five. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, there's another – look at the other game. So now we have a two-game sample size without Ridley. The, the other game goes back to uh, London. And, uh, yeah, he had week a bunch five, of – Week five where yeah. he had five targets. There it is. So, yeah, I, I'm saying, like, he's been booty until now. Trust me, I have him in a couple spots, I know. But as long as Ridley's out, he's going to be a big part of that offense. And Antonio said, you think Simeon starts this week? Uh, as of now, I think it's going to be Taysom Hill. He got into full practice today. You know, triple X. Triple X. Go ahead. I, I Listen, I won't be surprised. I wouldn't put money on it, but I say there's like a 40% chance. Now let's say 30% chance that it's, that it's Trevor Cinnamon and then Taysom Hill's doing his Taysom Hill role. Yeah. Like, because he's coming back late in the week, you know, very acting in full, et cetera. That'd be crazy. We shall see. Triple X Lex, will Crowder have a good game tonight? Wonder if I should start him over Boyd, Mooney, or Ayuk. I don't think. Uh, I I don't... Probably, I'd rather play Mooney. Yeah, me too. Higher upside. I mean, listen, what we're expecting out of Jameson Crowder is to just not have a bet, not to, to have lower than 10 points, right? Because that's what he gives you. Four points, 60, uh, four receptions, 60 yards, or vice versa, 40 yards, six receptions. If he can get to, in the end zone, word, but I'm, I'm not banking on that. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Mooney. I mean, this past week, I mean, they had the exact same amount of targets, but. Yeah, I just I, I trust Mooney to be um, you know, the leading uh, target getter on his team. And Crowder wasn't even that last week. I mean, that was Michael Carter. And JC Money Design said Jordan Love can't hit the broad side of a barn. I mean, if Devontae Adams running those routes and he's within 10 yards of the line and he's getting the yak, I mean, that's all we need. Some Aaron Jones little dump offs. I mean, he's got to throw it a foot or two, you know. That's all we're hoping for. With uh, with Jordan Love and uh, and touchdowns as well. Listen, Jordan, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be ugly. It's fantasy though. Yeah. So, listen, I think if if he can go out there and have a Jalen Hurts esque performance, 
we'll be happy. Yep. Uglier the better. <laughs> and Antonio said, I just picked uh just picked him up in WWF one. Hope he starts. Hey, well, I mean, better to pick him up now, just in case you never know. Brock said, uh, sup, fellas, you trading Amari and Moss for Terry? I wouldn't. Uh, and then uh, Godwin for Keenan. Nah, I'm holding. Godwin for Keenan, like to bring over Keenan? I mean, yeah. this is probably a question now because he needs someone to plug in now, and Godwin's on a bye week. So I, I get that. But now, I mean, if that's the reason because you literally have no one else to start and that's on there, yeah. Yeah, then do what you got to do. But I wouldn't do that. I, li- I like having Godwin, you know what I mean? I- with the Herbert noise, you go week to week on your opinions, right? We, we we have to. So right now, my opinion is is worrisome when it comes to Herbert having this right hand injury on his. And that's where he throws the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Hop to my cup. Is Miles Sanders worth a pickup? He's on waivers in my half PPR league. I mean, if you got an extra spot, I mean, well, if, you IR, if you have an IR spot, drop your kicker or whatever it is. Go swoop up Miles Sanders, throw him in your IR, and then go pick up another kicker. There you go. Charter, any news on Calvin Ridley? Not as of uh, not as of yet. Prince J, Chubb, McNichols, J-Rob to start. Chubb, we said earlier. And Patty said, thoughts on Michael Carter tonight? I think you got to fire him up. Yeah. I think he's going to be at least an RB, too. And just make sure you put him in your regular running back spot. You know what I mean? Yep. And, yes, even though he is technically a flex, you just it's Thursday, so put him in the, put him in the RB. Yep. And then Prince J, Schultz or Goddard? I'm going Goddard. I don't know. If Blake Jarwin – damn, I like Justin Simmons. Uh, Justin Simmons, though. I respect him. He was drafted the Broncos to be a Kelsey, like to someone that could handle Kelsey p- perhaps. I'm going to go uh, uh, with you. I'm with you. No Schultz. There we go. And uh, last one here, Antonio. One for the flex. Galladay, Connor, oh. or Gage? I'm going Connor. Yeah, Connor. Dang, I just realized. Wait a second. Uh, or Kirk. Or wait. Kirk, if I can add him, he said. Ooh, Kirk? Well, yeah, there might not be any. Uh, there's no A.J. Green, so that, that becomes immediately interesting. And then if there's no DeAndre Hopkins for the off camp, this is another one to come back Saturday or even tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. He said, or Kirk, if I can add him. So you better figure out how to add him right now. Yeah. And uh, well, last one since Charter's in the uh, in the Patreon crew. Any news on Kittle? Um, just that he's practicing. We don't know if he's coming back officially just yet. Got to tap in tomorrow. He hasn't been activated off the IR yet, so there's that. So yeah, he's so like, he's definitely not playing this week. Even if he got in the full practice tomorrow, like they would have to remo- they would have to activate him tomorrow. You know what I mean? So make sure you tap back in tomorrow. And Prince J, thoughts on McNichols? For me, I think he's going to be leading the team in. Uh, I think he's going to be leading the team in touches as far as like the running backs go, and um, going to get a bunch through the air. I think five plus um, target through the air. Saying it, he's going to lead th- this week. He's going to lead that team in receptions. Yeah, could could be. Peace out, Antonio. Peace and uh, Patty. Start two. Amari Cooper, Parker, Emmanuel Sanders. I'm sitting down. As of today, I'm sitting down. Emmanuel Sanders could change. Oh, yeah. Well, they said it was a rest day. Well, I mean, I, I just I think Amari Cooper is going to play. Yeah. That's what I think. So, yeah, Friday that Friday is going to make or break my answer on this. So, make yeah. sure you come back tomorrow or Saturday for one of the extra ones. There we go. Prince J said, thanks, y'all. Hell, yeah. Prince oh, J man. said, smoke a bowl. Let's get it. 
We'll do that on the way out here. And uh, JC Money Design said, Mickles is the truth. Don't look back. Hell yeah. You already know I've been all over him this entire season, even when Henry was there. And Bogart can attest to that. He saw me starting him as an RB2 in uh, some leagues where I was really hurting. So heat up my herb iron here. We're going to get a bowl on the way out. Bogart's still running his daddy daycare over there. But uh, success, got one of them to sleep, or got both of them to sleep, I believe. So uh, right on cue, our sports talk uh, puts his kids to sleep. <laughs> That's still hilarious to me. All right, let's uh, let's get it here. Here we go. Shout out to the 420 crew. Where's the 420 crew at? So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the herb. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grow like that. And if you just happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. All right, guys, we are out of here. Francisco said you're doing a Q&A today or everything going to be here. <coughs> We're doing it in uh, about an hour, a little bit. Um, yeah, about an hour. <coughs> JC Money Design said set your free lineups. Huss, I'm going to go do that right now, bro. I'm not forgetting. See you guys back here in about an hour. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>